is going on everybody this is episode fuck i forgot the number god damn it where are my notes uh whatever it's episode you know what it is um and i'm coming to you live from brooklyn uh it's your boy andy here with the top Raider show um i am a little behind schedule but that's due to some personal reasons but your boy's here your boy's healthy in my prime, um, and I'm happy to be back, um, shit, I really wish I knew what episode this was, I'm gonna go with 14, 15, sheesh, all right, but, uh, what else, what is going on, uh, yeah, what I call this episode, oh, bumping the road, yeah, 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 so this episode, um, yeah, kind of what inspired me is just kind of some life events that I recently went through. Uh, nothing too crazy out of the ordinary. Honestly, most of the country is going through some shit nowadays, right? With this whole pandemic stuff. But uh, yeah, I guess I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about kind of my coping mechanisms and kind of how I've, I basically center myself uh, day in and day out, uh, just to kind of deal with the adversity that life throws at you, realistically. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about my routines, my morning routine, my night routine, um, again, kind of how I cope through through the bullshit and the chaos of real life. Uh, what else we got going on today? We're going to talk fights. I mean, we had some fights last weekend. We got a stacked fight card coming up this weekend. So, yeah, we'll dive in a little bit on that. Fucking, what else? Yeah, talk to you guys a little bit about my week, what's been going on here in the city. Um, And I'll send you guys packing, you feel me? Um, But, yeah, what's it called? First and foremost, before I want to dive too deep, um, Jake Paul and the FBI, what's good with that? My guy had the feds run up in his house. Sees like three assault rifles or some shit like that. Um, and apparently it had to do with like his participation back with that looting video that got released. Um, even though I don't think he was looting in the video. He was just like so like with the crowd or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess the feds kind of looked a little deeper into that and, and raided his house in uh, Calabasas. Um mad funny uh it's not funny it's just kind of like you know a lot of people already don't fucking like him and uh this was just kind of like a little treat for everyone i guess just seeing if he was gonna get arrested or not but uh nah he didn't get arrested he didn't get arrested um but yeah some weird shit what was going on oh joe biden announced his running mate uh kamala harris I think it's hilarious because literally like six months ago, they're like down each other's throats uh, for like the Democratic primaries and shit. I mean, before she dropped out. And uh, yeah, now they're besties. Uh, they're looking to take on Trump and uh, and Pence this November. Uh, so yeah, we shall see. If, you are, if you're voting by mail, I'll recommend sending those ballots early because... 
I'm gonna tell you right now, shit's gonna be delayed. Shit's gonna take way longer to do the the ballots, this, that, whatever. So be on the safe side, sending your ballots early. Just get it out of the way. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how uh, November turns out. But uh, what else? What is going on? Uh, all right, let's dive in, man. Let's dive into last weekend's uh, fight. So the main event, we had uh, Derek Lewis against uh, Lexi Olenek. Uh, I mean, Olenek, Derek Lewis, stylistically, it was a mismatch. I mean, I, Olenek is a great, great grappler, submission expert, uh, whereas Derek Lewis is a, just a... He throws bombs, you know what I mean? He, he looks for that one-punch knockout. Uh, even though, you know, he's, he's decently well-rounded elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely a brawler. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think, you know, there's like a 30-pound difference, I think. Um, so, Olenek has to grapple an extra 30, 40 pounds. Um and yeah, Derek Lewis came in headhunting. So Derek Lewis came in, got the second round TKO, um, and survived that one. Chris Weidman was the co-main event. Uh, he won that by decision against uh, Akhmadov. And uh, yeah, I'll be honest, I'm happy for Chris Weidman. Um, you know, he's been, I think, what, one and four in his last five fights before this one? So, it was good to kind of see him notch a win on his column, but I don't know. I still see him on the decline. I wasn't too, too impressed. I don't want to see him fight any of these big names because he's going to get cracked. I'm sorry. Darren Till, Jack Hermanson, that's a mismatch with Weidman. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, there's levels to it. Um, And Chris Weidman is just unfortunately uh, past his prime, in my opinion. All right. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple other good kind of highlights. I know, uh, uh, Benil Darius had this wicked fucking spinning elbow that landed beautifully. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for that fight card. I mean, what else did we have? We had, uh, um, who else fought this past weekend? Oh, we had Bellator fights. That's right. That's right. We had Bellator fights. We had... Uh, Matt Matrione against uh, Tim Elliott. Am I saying that? No, I'm not. that's not Tim Elliott. I'm fucking up the names. Uh, God damn. I don't remember. But whatever. Um, he lost by TKO. I think he got caught by a headbutt and then got finished on the ground. Uh, the other fight, uh, I think, to look out for that night was uh, Valerie Lareda. Shout out to my Cubans in Miami. Um, yeah, this girl, she's like, she's hot. She's like dances on TikTok. But she's a badass bitch. Like, I would not fucking throw hands with her. Um, I remember her first debut fight with Bellator. That shit was disgusting. She fucking, oh, she rocked that girl. And the, uh, the what I like about Valerie Lareda is her tenacity. Like, that killer instinct. If she smells blood, yo, she's on that shit in split seconds. Um, so, yeah, she fought, a, what's it called, Tara Graf. Guess they were talking a lot of shit leading up to the fight. Um, she told, apparently, saying that Valerie was demoralizing the sport. 
because of her dancing and her prom- promiscuity and whatever. So my fa- one of my favorite lines after that fight was her saying, uh, like, well, bitch, I, I just demoralized your face. <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> legend. So, yeah, she fucking second round caught her with, like, a overhand right. Boom, put her on the canvas. Fucking swallowed her up with the ground and pound. And that was it. Um, but yeah, now nah, this weekend we're talking because uh we got Sheesh what is that? UFC two fifty two. Why does that not sound right? I feel like it's a typo. If it's not UFC two fifty two, it's the fucking UFC website, it's not me. Alright, I got all my numbers mixed up. This is episode thirty five. It's UFC 351, whatever. All right. Um, so, yeah. Let's start from the top. I mean, Stipe Miocic against Daniel Cormier. This is the trilogy fight. This is the end of the run, I think, for both of them. I mean, this is going to put them on the map for the greatest heavyweight of all time. Without a doubt. So far, you know, Stipe has been dominant, dominant. I mean, except for that loss with DC. He's been dominant, dominant as a heavyweight. I mean, he beat Ngannou, for crying out loud. Um, DC, though, was a dog. I mean, he used to be light heavyweight champ, moved up, knocked out Stipe, took that belt. Um, So, yeah, this is going to be a really, really good one. I honestly see it going either way. I see this one going literally either way. Uh Just because they're so well-rounded, they're so evenly matched, that level is just so high, in my opinion, that I would like to see DC use his ground game a lot and his wrestling. But my biggest concern is it's going to tire him out, and if he doesn't finish it within the first three rounds, round four is going to be leaning towards Stipe, in my opinion. Stipe is going to be headhunting. But yeah, I don't know. My picks, I think I'm going to go with... uh, I think I'm going to go with DC. I think he just has, like, his experience, I think, is going to take him over the top. I mean, the dude is a former Olympian. You know what I mean? He's he's performed at the biggest stages that there are. Uh, former champ, light heavyweight, heavyweight. I think when it comes down to it in that octagon, he's going to really dial down and just do whatever he needs to do to get the win. And I think the experience is going to help carry him over. Um, but yeah, after that, I mean, the co-main event, I think, is, in my opinion, the fight I'm most excited for. The Sean O'Malley-Chito Vera fight. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to my Ecuadorians. Chito Vera is a fucking savage, man. I've been following him since he got into the UFC. The dude's nice. He's nice. I don't know if I'm confident enough to say that he's like former champ or future champ nice. But he's good. He's super well-rounded. He's got hands. He's got the ground game. He's like like got good fight IQ. Um, so this is going to be Sean O'Malley's toughest test because of that fight IQ, in my opinion. Um, Sean O'Malley, though. The dude is a fucking stud. I mean... He said it. He said it himself best. I mean, the dude is just super accurate. That precision, the timing, the speed beats power any day of the week. Um, 
And his last fight with um, Eddie Wineland, yo, he psh, lasered that, lasered that fucking jab that put him down. Um, that walk off knockout, nasty, nasty. I honestly see another walk off knockout here, but I'm kind of seeing like a head kick happening this time around. I don't know why. I feel like Cheeto is going to be a little cautious with the hands. And he's going to get caught with a nasty head kick. Boom. And that's it. But we'll see. Hopefully the fight goes to the ground. Because I do want to see Sean O'Malley get tested with his jujitsu. He keeps talking about it. You know, that's what he focused on during his two-year layoff. Um, let's see. Let's see what he's got against a, a black belt. You know. Um, so that'll be very, very interesting. But yeah, I'm leaning, I'm leaning Sean O'Malley first round knockout. Maybe even second round knockout. Just because, I mean, Amon Chito is the hardest fuck. And yeah, just based on his last outing, it was just very, very impressive. And I think we all kind of saw the huge stride that he took in his career. These past few fights. Um, but right on, let's move on. We got Junior Dos Santos against Rosenstrike. Uh, I got Rosenstrike in this one. I mean, Junior Dos Santos is a dog. I mean, he released some photos, I think a few weeks back of him working out. The dude looks like he's on TRT. Like, it's nuts. Um, so Junior Dos Santos has been hitting the gym heavy. But Rosenstrike is... A fucking knockout machine too. You know what I mean? He fucking took out Arlovsky in a few seconds. He lays people out with one punch power. So, I'll be honest. This fight, I'm leaning a little towards those Santos. Because, I mean, Rosenstrike, no, he just came off that loss to Ngannou. And he got put out. He got put to sleep by Ngannou. And that was like two months ago. Like, that was not that long ago. So, I see him kind of having some jitters when he gets into the octagon. And, but we'll see. We'll see. That's actually a really, really good matchup. Um, and I think one of the more even matchups of the night. Um, we got Herbert Burns fighting Daniel Pineda. That's uh, Gilbert Burns' brother. Um, I think this is his second fight in the UFC. Maybe his third. But, um, yeah, no, he's got a record of 11-2, and two, and he's good. He's good. Um, definitely have has ways to go, um, but he's good. I mean, he comes from a fighting family. Uh, he trains with a bunch of killers. Um, and his last outing, he looked really well-rounded, too. You know, his stand-up was solid, his ground game. I think he finished by submission. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a good one as well. And then to, to cap off the uh, the main card is uh, John Dotson versus uh, Marab uh, Valishvili. Yeah. So Marab he trains out of fucking Long Island with uh, with fucking Al Akinta, Ray Longo, Aljamain Sterling, the the New York squad, and he's good. He's very well rounded. He's a strong like. Grappler reminds me a lot of like Greco Roman kind of style. Uh, he reminds me a lot about uh, a lot of uh, what's this guy called? 
uh, kind of Randy Couture vibes. He reminds me of like a younger Randy Couture, a little more new age, but uh, very strong wrestling, very strong with the take, like takedown heavy. A lot of just overwhelming pressure, stamina through the roof. Um, and he's fighting John, John Dodson, who I think is one of the fastest fucking people in the UFC. The dude is just quick, quick, quick. So that's going to be a fun one because, uh, again, stylistically, it's going to be a... I see it going back and forth. Um, but in my opinion, if, if Marab can get his hands on him, he's going to take him down and he's going to wear him out. Uh, I see the, the cardio being the difference with that last one. But uh, we'll see. I mean, shit. What else we got in that fight card? The prelims look pretty good as well. But yeah, the main card is really the the story for this uh, this weekend. It's gonna be over in Vegas in the Apex. Um, I know Sean O'Malley bought a, a gym, like an octagon, to train in during his camp. The same size as the Apex one. So the dude really got his dimensions down pat. I thought that was pretty smart. Um, and the cool thing is right in the back of his uh, podcast studio. So, so my dude would record an episode. Just go right to the back and start warming up. Um, which is dope. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this weekend. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, if Sean O'Malley pulls this win dominantly... He's going to get someone in that top 10, top 15 number. Um, and I think that's what we're all waiting for. But, uh, yeah, what else is going on? What else is going on? So, I here in New York. What happened recently? Some funny shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the other day I had a barbecue with my team for my other job. Uh, that was that was a good time. We brought a grill. Uh, had a nice view right by the Williamsburg Bridge. Everyone brought food, drinks, this, that. Yo, my dumbass hasn't grilled in like forever. So I forgot the fucking basics, right? So whatever. I brought charcoal and a grill. And that's it. I didn't even bring a fucking... I brought a lighter. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck am I going to light a charcoal with a lighter? So I'm like, all right, let me try some man versus wild shit. I'm going to start a fucking little fire by hand. I got like this dried like fucking grass, some paper, trying to fucking MacGyver this shit. Nah, shit was not lighting up. It was too windy. I texted my boy to pull up with matches. He pulls up with matches. I try that. Nah, too windy. I was like, all right, fuck. We're fucked. So, I'm pissed because people brought, like, raw chicken. I got hot dogs, vegetables. We got all this uncooked food and no way to cook it. So, I was like, fuck it. I walked to the store, pissed off because this is the barbecue that I organized. And we're not even grilling yet. We've been here, like, two hours. So, I walk, trying to save the day. I go to a 7-Eleven. Of course, they don't got lighter fluid. So I go to the bodega next door. And they got the Zippo lighter fluid. Like, to refill the Zippo lighters. So my ghetto ass grabs two of those. I'm like, fuck it. I'm either going to start a forest fire or I'm going to start this barbecue. One or the other. Either way, we're eating. 
Um, so yeah, I get back. I fucking open the shit. Start spraying it over the thing. Mad fucking flammable. But it kind of lights a little bit. A little bit. Uh, maybe like 20% of the coals got lit up. So the second one, we open that. Start spraying the coals, this, that. Yo, the shit just, I guess the coals that I got were so cheap. Like I didn't get those instant light fucking Kingsford ones and the black and red bags. I got some cheap shit. And yeah, that shit was a mission to turn on. But basically three hours later, after fucking... Throwing newspapers in that bitch. Whatever we could have thought of. Uh, we finally lit the shit on fire. And yeah. So it took us three hours to start that grill up. Another hour to cook. By that point I was drunk as shit. So I didn't cook a fucking thing. My barbecue. I didn't grill a thing. I just was sitting back. Enjoying the views. But uh, nah. It was a good time. It was a good time. We, you know, we all just talking shit. Having drinks under the sun. Um, so that was, that was a good time. Uh, <laughs> what was going on? Oh, the other day I was in the subway and this guy kind of peeks his head in asking for directions and <laughs> the train was already closing on his way out. So the dude tried to like fit it in the last minute and his bag gets stuck. The train door closes. So this fucker, he's like, uh, he's trying to pull his bag. It gets stuck. The conductor doesn't open the door just yet. The conductor's like making an announcement like, hey, please clear the doors, you know, as the train is leaving, whatever. So I'm sitting back watching this guy struggling, struggling to pull his bag from the door that closed on him. The train conductor's basically calling that dude out through the speaker like, yo, my man, like... Can you get the fuck out of the way? The train's trying to leave. The guy's just struggling to pull his bag in the train. So finally, the train conductor. Yo, this shit had me dying. The conductor. He opens the doors like this. Choo-choo. Literally gave the guy a split second to pull his bag out. Yo, the bag got even more stuck. Put it like that. So now the guy's just there pissed off. Fucking yanking his bag. And me, like a good Samaritan, I should have went and helped him out, right? Help him tug that bag, tug of war. Nah, my ass sat back fucking dying laughing. I felt like a millennial. I felt like my first reaction was to take my phone out and record this shit. Uh, but <laughs> I was just dying laughing because, you know, he's like a grown-ass man. It's not like an old man. He's like fit in his prime. And that's what he gets for being a fucking dumbass trying to hold the doors open, asking for directions. Mad last minute. Yo, the conductor was like, yo, bring your bag in. Yo, the shit got even more stuck. Like, literally, the conductor gave him no fucking chance. And I stayed there another 10 seconds and then opened the doors. I was like, yo, this conductor? Yo, he's on some other shit today. Because that boy was having way too much fun with that guy's bag getting stuck but uh yeah that's new york for you you know what i mean these mta conductors yo they don't give a fuck they're on a they're on a schedule they get paid to to hit certain timelines and if you're in the way yo they don't give a fuck what you're losing but um yeah that shit was funny too and then what else what else we got going on in the city 
did some laundry yesterday. It took me like three hours. Yeah, I was backed up. Uh, nah, but what's it called? Oh, I was at the laundromat. And I guess one of the washers was broken. So the dude had just finished fixing it. And the first customer to use that washer, I guess, was there for like a minute before I got there. So I got there. They were already there using the washer. And put it like this. I got there. I washed two loads. The dude was still halfway on his first load. So he was there probably a total of like an hour and one load was still halfway done getting washed. So I guess when they fixed the washer, they didn't fix it all the way or they maybe fucked up with the programming, this, that, whatever. Instead of like a 30-minute wash cycle, that shit was like two hours. Yo, I felt so fucking bad because once it locks, that's it. You can't open the fucking washer until it's done. And yo, I'm there. I did my, I washed my clothes. I dried my clothes. Two loads. So that's four separate cycles that I got done. By the time I'm walking out, yo, his shit finished. I was like, yo, if that was me yesterday, I would have left the fucking clothes. I don't know, yo, it's whoever, yo, just keep my fucking clothes. I'd rather go fucking shopping, treat myself. Um, Cause imagine the dude still had to wait to dry this shit. And fold his shit. Yo, fuck that. I hate laundry. I hate laundry. Shit's just way too time consuming. You do it too frequent. You know, like, fuck that. That's the one chore that I just cannot stand. And, yo, it took me a couple hours. Yo, it took that dude twice as long. I was like, sheesh. But I fucking am glad that I saw that because I'm not going to that machine whatsoever. That shit was hacked. Um, right on. Yeah, man. I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Russia hacked that machine. To like keep us doing laundry for mad long. So we don't make it out to the polls. And then we don't vote. And then Trump wins again. Bam. I'm hip to the conspiracies. But uh, yeah. What else is going on? Let's dive into Twitter. What else we got going on? Oh, I love when girls talk shit on Twitter. And uh, guys, like, fucking just school them up, too. Listen, I love everybody. I don't want to be divisive as far as, like, gender, all right? I'm a feminist at the end of the day. But uh, this shit was hilarious. So this girl goes... Men deserve good morning, handsome text. Just saying. I saw that. I was like, hey, girl, shout out. I like that. Equality, you know, like, I know you girls like your little good morning text. Yo, sometimes we like waking up to some shit, too. So this girl comments on that, and she's like, LOL, nah. It's like, nah. Basically saying, like, you know, men don't deserve good morning, handsome text. Yo, my dog came out of left field, and my message was like, this is why you wake up to nothing, by the way. Ooh, spicy. Fucking, it's true, man. Like, I hate when girls are all, like, nah. Like, all pessimistic. You know, they act like just because they got their shit together, like, yo, nobody could fucking touch them, this, that. 
Listen, man, like, that's why you wake up to nothing. Like, you, you're faking your happiness, and it's clear. You do it for the gram. You don't do it for yourself. But uh, I found that shit funny. What else we got going on? Oh, yeah, shout-out to my Floridians, man. When fucking Valerie Laredo won, she gave a shout-out to, to a couple of Miami spots. Let me, uh, let me see if you guys can hear that. Hey, shout out La Carreta and Palacio de los Jugos. Definitely top spots down south. What else we got going on? Yeah, a lot of people are giving a shit because she was dancing after a celebration. It's like, yo, why are you mad? She's happy. Let her do her thing. What else? What else we got going on? Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm gonna give y'all a couple little shout outs before I get out of here. Um, let's see who we got here. Alright, let me give a shout out to, uh, fucking, yo, first and foremost, I'm gonna give a shout out to my mother. Um, she, uh, is always stressed out about my well-being. So I guess I appreciate that. Some people out there do care about me. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, why the fuck can I open this shit? Yeah, nah. The only I guess big shot I want to give today is to uh, IG Tim underscore Deeks. That's D E E K X K S. I'm sorry, D E E K S. Tim Deeks. Uh, shout out to my fellow Aussie all the way from Australia. Left me some real nice feedback on my podcast. Um, so make sure you go check out his page, his podcast. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, uh, to my support system. You know who you are. Um, you're my ride or dies. Uh, what else? That's it. I think that's it for the shout outs. Oh, I want to give a shout out to Brooklyn. And I want to give a shout out to the Bronx. I was out in the Bronx uh, last week, a couple days, for the first time, kind of doing a little exploring around the, I guess, the east side of the Bronx. Um, and I loved it. I loved it. I went out to a couple spots. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Bronx, keeping the culture alive. Uh, but that's really it, y'all. I gotta fucking go to the bathroom. I'm going to wrap this up, but I'm going to see you guys soon. Shout out to my Patreon members. Um, It's going to be a bonus episode this weekend. And uh, shit, I'll um, actually hold up. All right, and we are back. My bad, I had to use the restroom. So I was a little all over the place scatterbrained, but I got my thoughts back together. Um. Ah. Well, yeah. Before I leave you guys, I did want to talk a little bit about kind of how I center myself, kind of how I cope with bullshit that comes about, how I deal with adversity. And G shit is all about routines. Like one thing I realized, I used to not be a routine person. 
Every day would be fucking different for me. And I was okay with that. Until shit started popping off and then I was all over the place. And every day where I needed stability, I just didn't know what to do and where to go. And how to think, whatever. So, usually... So, yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to walk through my routine when I wake up. And that really sets the tone for the rest of the day. Alright. So... First thing I do when I wake up, which usually is mad early, I'm up, if I got to work at 6, I'm up at like 3.30. I give myself like a good two and a half to three hours to get ready, warmed up, and primed for my day. A lot of y'all are like, holy fuck, two and a half to three hours out of your day just to get ready? Yo, listen, you prime the machine and forget about it. So first thing I do when I wake up, is I drink a tall fucking glass of water, like this tall. And I put a little bit of fucking apple cider vinegar, like a, a fucking, not even a splash. Like literally I'll fill up the cap maybe halfway. Boom, a little bit of apple cider vinegar. It's good for your your blood sugars. It's good for your, your you know, digestive biome. Just kind of resets your, my opinion, your digestive system for the day. I hit it with a little bit of uh, Celtic sea salt, which is basically just organic, all-natural sea salt. Um, literally just like a little pinch. Not too, I'm not drinking salt and vinegar water, but uh, I basically am. <laughs> but yeah, that's literally what I do. I chug a glass of that every morning. The sea salt has the natural electrolytes. So like usually throughout the night, you lose your hydration, and that literally just brings you right back up. That's the first thing I do is I drink that glass of water. Already I'm feeling like better. Then after that, I'll uh, I'll either go to the bathroom or whatever. And the big thing was the second step is journaling. So I'll spend some time and I'll write in a journal. Whatever's on my mind that morning. It could be something good. It could be something bad. It could be the future, the past, the present. Literally whatever thoughts are on my mind are going on this journal. And then it kind of just helps formulate where I left off at and what I need to get done for the day. So as I'm journaling, by the time I'm done, I already feel that much more motivated with what has to get done for that day. And my to-do list starts to get formulated. Um, what else? After that, I usually take a shower. And while I'm in the shower, I'll be kind of... Uh, no social media whatsoever. So I haven't looked at any social media yet. I didn't check my email. Um, nothing yet. After I take my shower, I read this uh, book. It's called uh, Daily Stoic. I think it's called Daily Stoics. But yeah, it has basically a philosophy book. It talks about uh, kind of like an ideology on how to, uh, you know, not let outside factors affect you and how to really just be in control of your happiness through these different philosophical themes that come from psh, a bunch of big name Greeks from back in the day. But yeah, I literally one excerpt a day, literally two minutes tops. And it just kind of sets a little theme for the day, a little just like some food for thought. And a new theme every day. And before I know it, a lot of these... Themes apply 
to what I'm going through day to day. So it also just kind of helps formulate a good foundation to center myself. Um, after that, I'll eat breakfast. Breakfast is a must every day. I used to skip breakfast basically my whole life. Um, but breakfast is a game changer. Uh, even if it's something small, just get something in your stomach. If you're in a rush, whether it's a fucking piece of bread, whatever. Um, but just get something in your stomach. On top of that, you need to take your vitamins. So you need a multivitamin. You need vitamin D. I take uh, like flaxseed oil for my uh, my cholesterol. And then the fourth one I would recommend is like a super green mix. So you can get that at GNC. They have it in tablet form. They have a powder. They really put a little bit of powder in some water. And it's like this real dirty, swampy looking green juice. But it's got a bunch of antioxidants. It's got a bunch of like natural fucking good stuff. Vitamins, nutrients out the wazoo. Um, So definitely throw one of those in. So literally by the time you leave your house, you got a meal. You've kind of like reset your mind from the day prior in your journal. You have these new philosophical themes setting you up for success. You're hydrated. You have so many fucking nutrients and vitamins coming out of you. You drink a little coffee on your way out. And you are literally charged up for whatever's coming your way. Um, This year has been tough. And I've been going through a lot of shit back and forth. Literally like a roller coaster. But the one thing that I look forward to when I'm like at the rock bottom is this routine the next day. Because I know once I hit that routine, it's like a sense of satisfaction. Because the comfort, the comfort that it brings to you, you know, to feel hydrated, to feel, you know, content, you know, not hungry. Like you're sharp. You just feel good. You know, I know it's, everyone says it. It's so freaking cliche. But you literally feel so much better sharper and it makes you it's kind of like a snowball effect it makes you want to be even better it makes you want to be even sharper and you just continually continually improve on yourself um before you know it you're like fucking david goggins running 20 miles a day uh so yeah that's basically how i start my morning i don't listen to any crazy music i listen to a lot of like meditation sounds like just like different tones just to kind of just Keep my mind clear. Because uh, I find that when you start your day slow, you, you're you more productive. If you just start your day going ham, you um you get tired. Like, once it's lunchtime, you get the itis. You're basically dragging your feet till, uh, till the end of the day. I like to kind of start a little slow with these simple kind of actions. And then, boom, crush it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much kind of how I set myself up for the day. Um, At nighttime, it's a little different, but still kind of similar. I definitely journal at night as well. Um, Just kind of reflect on the day that just happened, right? Doesn't even have to be a fucking essay. Literally just short, whatever's on your mind, just just put it out there. Um, And what else? Oh, yeah, and I always drink a glass of water before I go to sleep, Um, eat good, eat healthy, Um, make sure you're taking enough uh, fucking protein, too, like, once I've been upping my protein intake, 
like literally doubled. Um, that also just helps give me so much energy throughout the day. Um, and again, if you feel good physically, you feel good mentally, and you're able to cope with shit, deal with shit, problem solve shit, um, and take it one day at a time. You feel me? But uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm gonna let y'all do your thing. Um, thanks again for tuning in to the Tyrated Show with your boy Andy. Make sure you fucking subscribe to the Patreon. Check out the website. Buy some merch. Uh, tell a friend. Whatever. Um, shit, shoot me a message If you got any questions, comments, concerns Drop a review Send me an email Give me some tips, I don't care um, But yeah, I'm gonna let y'all get to it But I'll holla at y'all Peace